Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Fast this beautiful morning. Lord, my soul thirsts to be here again in your presence, to know you better and better, to magnify my King and my God again this morning. My soul gives you all the glory and praise, precious Lord. Thank you. Thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for bringing me again into your presence this morning. Alpha and Omega be glorified once again. King of kings and Lord of lords, be glorified again this morning. Lamb upon the throne, Lion of the tribe of Judah, to the one who is Alpha and Omega, be glorified once again this morning. We say thank you. Thank you for bringing us again into your presence. We say thank you for granting us grace and wisdom, for granting us, Lord, mercy in your presence again this morning. We say thank you for the precious blood of Jesus shed so that we can come into your presence. We say thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. We say thank you for our fellowship. Thank you for the cry in our hearts. Abba, Father, again this morning, receive all our praises in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we study our Bibles again this morning, we ask for grace, we ask for wisdom, help us to learn once again, and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in into devotion this morning. I am Murphy A.A. Nike. Thank you to everyone joining us for the first time. God bless you for coming this morning. Um, we pray that you will come. And now that you are here, I, want to, I just want to say welcome and pray that God will continue to give you a test for his word. The Lord will answer your prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. All right, let's dive straight back in. We have been reading the New Testament. We are in the book of John. John chapter 17. We read John chapter 16 yesterday. So today we'll be reading John chapter 17. It's I don't want us to go into John chapter 18. John chapter 18, then Jesus is betrayed. They are in the garden of Gethsemane. So, but before Jesus um, shows up in the garden of Gethsemane, we have John chapter 17. And I think oftentimes believers take for granted they take for granted, you know, this prayer of Jesus. Jesus prays for himself and then prays for the church. He was praying for us. So this morning, I want us to pay good attention. We have just a few verses. We have just 20, 26 verses to read this morning. Let's pay attention to the prayer of Jesus for us, the church. Okay? And then um, let's see how God helps us as we leave out and trust him for answers to those prayers. The prayer of Jesus is the title. The new We are reading from the New Living Translation. It says, after saying all these things, all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. 
Remember, I said all of this is either happening at the table, at the Passover meal, the, the, the last supper that they ate together, or this prayer will be happening when they showed up, when they showed up in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and then they went to a place to go and pray. We know that from the other gospel. So this prayer is either happening at the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, the Bible says told us that he prayed so strongly that um, the drops from his body were like drops of blood. Okay, but I would think, and I'm sure you will agree with me, that this is likely happening at the table before they went to the Garden of Gethsemane. I think so. But it could, it could actually be that John was present for, two, for both events. It could actually have been either of them. It says, Father, the hour has come. The hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. I say again, if you truly want to have a good relationship with God, you need to understand that there is a distinction between the son and the father. Jesus himself separated between himself and his father. When we go on to glory, okay, and we fully understand the concept of the Trinity. Yes, maybe when we get there, when we fully understand the concept of the Trinity, um, we will know God better. But as it is revealed to us in the Bible, Jesus separates between himself and his Father. Glorify your Son. Essentially, he was saying glorify yourself. But right now, the Son is physically present on earth. So it says, glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. God has given Christ authority over everyone. Over every nation, over every tribe, over every race. God has given him, for you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. You see that? Christ is the one who gives eternal life. Eternal life. So you cannot have eternal life without Jesus Christ. It's as simple as that. I am not saying that the manifestation of Jesus is all that Christians understand. That's not what I'm saying. Because if you read Romans chapter Romans chapter 1, for example, Paul told us that even in the creation, God himself is shown. Okay? okay, So there are those who have come to Christ, not even reading from the Bible. As in the word of God is so powerful in creation that creation itself was able to convert them to come to God. Many who, who, were, who were faced with, with uh, maybe a terminal illness. Nobody had to pray for them. They just had an experience. They prayed to God and they talked to God. However, they just called on him and said, I don't know who you are, you know, but, but if you can heal me from this bed, I want to serve you for the rest of my life. And without anyone, no one intervening, no one preaching any word to them, they came to receive Christ. Okay, so 
I don't, I'm not discountenancing that. I am just saying that you cannot have eternal life without the Son. You cannot have eternal life. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life. Listen, this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God. I want to pull your ears. This is the way to have eternal life. Do you want eternal life? Do you want to live all of eternity with God? This is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only God, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. You see, you need to know the only true God. The problem is you cannot know the only true God because without Christ. Because Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay? He's the way to the Father. So, you cannot know the true God, the only true God, without coming to Jesus. And so, without coming to Jesus, you cannot have eternal life. He says, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father... Bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I'm simply reading the words of the Bible. Bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. My concept of the Trinity is that the Father, Son, and Spirit are distinct. Okay? And at the same time, they are one. They are distinct. And at the same time, they are one. When we get to heaven, I say again, you will not likely see the Father. Because no one has seen God before. No one has seen the Father before. We will know that he is present there. But the person we will see, okay, will be Christ. And then around his throne, we see the sevenfold spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. You can't discountenance that. Okay, but it is that three concept put together. Because no one else can receive worship. If the son receives worship, only God is worthy to be worshipped. Then if the son is not God, then he should not be worshipped. But the son is worshipped again and again. We see it. Okay, it says, "Give, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me. Now, Jesus will start praying for us. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this, from this world. They were always yours. We were always the father said and just told us, Try to steal us from him. They were always yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. They have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. Everything I have is a gift from you. Why is Christ talking this way? He emptied himself of his, glo- of his glory. He humbled himself, became a man. Okay? And so the father had to be the one to gift him. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. For I have passed on to them the message you gave me. I have passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you. They accepted the message and they know that I came from you. And they believe. They believe you sent me. Now... The prayer, my prayer is not for the world. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me. He's talking about us because they belong to you. I don't know about you. I don't belong to Satan. 
I don't belong to this world. I belong to the Father. Jesus says, this is the reason I am praying for them. Because they belong to the Father. All who are mine belong to you. And you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. All who are mine belong to you. And you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. Now I am departing from this world. They are staying in this world. But I am coming to you, Holy Father. I am coming to you. I am coming to you. Jesus says, they will remain in this world. I am coming to you. And that's why I'm going to be praying for them. He says, Holy Father, you have given me your name. You see that? So when we say, Jesus in the Old Testament they called him Yahweh they called him names okay just to just to to describe what the the the, the dimension of his manifestation to them they called him Jehovah and then they called him Jehovah Jireh, the God that provided. They called him Elohim. They called him El Shaddai. Jesus said, you have given me your name. What is his name? Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, now protect them by the power of your name. You see why demons tremble when we call the name of Jesus you see now why we are protected when we call on the name of Jesus. It's Jesus said, Father, protect them by the power of your name. The name the Father gave him. Protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. Hallelujah. Verse 12. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. So how did Jesus protect his disciples by the power of his name what was his name his name is jesus by the power of your name i guarded them so that no one not one was lost not one was lost except except the one headed for destruction as the scripture foretold since now i am coming to you i am coming to you now and i need i'm going to i need to pray for them he had prayed for 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 protection for us he said father protect them by the power of your name say now i am coming to you verse 13 i told them many things while i was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy i told them many things while i was with them so that they will be filled with my joy i have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world listen the world hates us. The world will never accept us. Try all you like. You can try to our culture and be like the world however you like and say, okay, in our church we accept homosexuality. We, we accept, you know, people just being able to do whatever they want to do. That is not what it means to be a Christian. You gave your life. You surrendered your life to Christ. You are going to live your life how it takes, not how, however you want. Okay, so we can try all we want, but he called us out of this world. 
He said, I am coming to you. I told them, I gave them many things while I was with them in this world so they will be filled with joy. I have given them your word and the word aids them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to this world. Jesus did not belong to this world. We do not belong. We do not belong to this world. 15, I am not asking you to take them out of the world. You see that? If not, you would have just given your life to Christ and then you go straight to heaven. Jesus says, no, no, no. That's not the reason why I am saving them. I am saving them so that they will be the light of this world, so that they will show the world your glory. He said, I am not asking you to take them out of this world, verse 15, but to keep them safe from the evil one. Jesus already prayed that prayer for us. Listen, all you have to do is trust in that prayer. Ah, Jesus prayed for me. That God will keep me from the evil one. And so the evil one will not be able to touch me. 16. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. You see, Jesus has been emphasizing this point. They do not belong to this world. They do not belong to this world. I am saying to someone listening in this morning, you do not belong to this world. Don't form your life. Mold yourself according to the culture of this world. You belong to Christ. You belong to Christ. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. You see that powerful prayer? He said, make them holy. Make them holy by your truth. He already prayed for us. He said, keep them, keep them safe from the evil one. Now Jesus is praying for us. He said, make them holy by your truth. How do we become holy? You think it is just a one thing that you can just keep yourself? I don't want to wear trousers. I don't want to do this. No. We are made holy. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is the truth. What makes us holy? The word of truth. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them. Teach them your word, which is, the, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. Jesus is sending us into the world to shine as the light of the world so that men will see the glory of the Father in us. 19, and I give myself, I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. Do you understand what Jesus is saying? I give myself willingly as Jesus giving himself as Jesus died for you and me, yes, I give myself as a holy sacrifice. If the sacrifice is holy, listen, those of us being made holy in the truth, we will be holy if we hold on to that sacrifice. I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, <laughs> so, so that somebody will not say he was only praying for the disciples Jesus covered it I am praying not only for these disciples but also for all all who will ever believe in me through their message we are, he's praying for us <laughs> he's praying for us for all who will ever believe in me through their message I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one Christ wants us to be one. He wants the church to be united. 
as one, just as he and his father, they are one. It is just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the word we believe you sent me. Hallelujah. Since I have given them the glory you gave me, I have given them the glory you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. He has given us the glory. It is not something we are going to pray, we are going to wait on the mountain for. He has given us, I have given them. Eh? Remember, he's not saying this just to the disciples. He's saying this to everyone who will come to believe in him through their message, through reading the Bible. I have given them the glory you gave me. Eh? I have the glory of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have the glory of Jesus. I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. You know, see, let me tell you the truth. You have not seen yourself. eh? When you pass on from this realm, because if your glory truly appears, who you really are truly appears in this world, people will want to be bowing down and be worshiping you. Worshiping you. Why? Because you will be carrying the glory of Jesus. You will be carrying the glory of the Father. Okay, so, uh, no, no, we don't need it here. When we pass on from this plane, then you will see yourself the way you really are. You will see that you are exactly like Christ. Hallelujah. You are exactly like Christ. And in that time, you will this you will understand this prayer that Jesus prayed for us. I have given them the glory you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Hallelujah. May we experience such unity to the point where the world will see that Christ is in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Paul will go on to tell us, may they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me. And that you love them as much as you love me. Father, Father, he says, I want this womb you have given me to be with me. To be with me where I am. I want this womb you have given me to be with me where I am. Says then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. You see this verse 24. You will see the implication of this verse 24 when we read the book of revelation jesus says i want this womb you have given me to be where i am uh-huh. you will see that on the throne the lamb's throne eh you will see the 24 elders those 24 elders eh they are with the lamb on the throne the 24 elders are not human elders old men no they represent the entire body of Christ. Why? Because Jesus prayed this prayer for us. I want this womb you have given to me to be with me where I am. Hmm? He says, then they can see all the glory. On when we are seated on the throne together with Christ, the 24 elders standing for, for the, the, the entire dispensation of both the Old Testament and the New Testament, we will truly see all the glory, the glory of God. Since then, they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O righteous Father, and we are ending now two more verses. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know 
you sent me. I know that God sent him. Do you know that God sent Christ into this world? Yes, I know. I believe. Since 26, I have revealed you to them. And I want and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them and I will be in them. Christ says that he will continue to reveal the Father to us. You see this thing there? It's in dimensions. And that's why we come here every morning. We pray that prayer. I want to know you. Father, I want to know you more and more, better and better. Christ says, I have revealed you to them and I will continue to do so. I pray this morning that as this prayer is answered in our lives, you will know the Father better and better. In the mighty name of Jesus. Never forget. Jesus said. Keep them from the evil one. Keep them safe from the evil one. I pray that this prayer will come to pass in your life. Satan will never be able to touch you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus says make them holy by your truth. I pray for someone this morning. You will truly manifest the glory of God. You will be the light in this world. You will be the salt of this earth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.